0: Welcome to Alstrom's podcast series, From Plastic to Purpose. Consumers and brand owners are demanding more sustainable solutions that reduce their impact on the environment and also have a positive end of life story. Alstrom's From Plastic to Purpose campaign aims at raising awareness regarding the possibility of fiber based solutions as a renewable packaging option and the solutions we can provide. I'm Addie Teeters with Ulstrom, and joining me today is Johan Lunaba, Vice President of Sustainability and Public Affairs for Alstrom Globally. Johan, welcome. Thanks so much. Well, and just to get us started, Johan, obviously your your full scope of your role is sustainability, but sustainability is such a broad topic. So today we want to stay focused on the sustainability of our products and what are some factors that need to be considered when we are developing a truly sustainable product?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great, great question. And I, I think to be able to develop a sustainable product, you need to take into consider, consideration lots of different things. But, but it starts from the, from the supply chain, actually. So, so the ingredients in a the product, they need to be sustainable. Otherwise, you will not have a sustainable product. But then also you need to design in sustainability. And and that's where innovation com- comes in. So it's really about, about making sure that the full value chain ticks all the boxes in terms of, of sustainability. And only then can you have a, a sustainable product.
0: And there are there's so much conversation in the marketplace lately about compostability versus recyclability, as an example. So all of these ingredients that you mentioned were putting into it, it does change that end-of-life conversation. And both have merit if you're whether compostable yeah. or recyclable, but you have to really have that end up in the right environment. Correct?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, so I think that that more and more we need to take into consideration that the the product needs to fit a proper end of life scenario and a proper infrastructure where where either the the, the product or the material can be recycled. Or if that's not possible, or if that infrastructure does not exist, then, for instance, compostability is a good end-of-life scenario. But in some cases, also incineration for energy could be a good end-of-life scenario. But you really need to take this into account when, when designing a product. So making sure that it fits a recycling infrastructure, so that you can either capture the value of the, of the material and make some, something new of that through recycling, or then, find some other ways so that the product does not do harm for the for the environment or for the climate, for instance
0: and because we are so far at the beginning of the supply chain it 's really imperative for those brand owners and those end users to have the conversation with us so that we can help design that fit for purpose correct
1: absolutely right and 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 I was quite inspired by a recent example we heard from a from a brand owner that. Uh, they wanted sustainable packaging and 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 they were ready to change the recipe of their product so that they could enable uh, a sustainable packaging solution to fit that that product so it's really about making sure that that all the bit, bits and pieces fit neatly together and uh, only then you can have like a, a sustainable product so but i think for us it was interesting to hear that that this brand owner was really willing to change their product so that the packaging could be as sustainable as possible yeah, that's and this fantastic. was this was new this was new for me
0: for sure and, you know, that actually leads me perfectly into my next question, because this campaign that we're really focused on, From Plastic to Purpose, the term that's used in the industry a lot is war on plastic. And it's commonly used, but we've really changed that messaging to demonstrate the goal of the end product should have the most purpose built into it possible. And what are, what are the benefits of a fiber-based solution when you're looking at that kind of package?
1: Yeah, a super good question, and I think that that in ausstrom we are like a bit material agnostic, so we are not against plastic we we are uh we are for maximizing the the, the positive things of the of, of the product and minimizing the the bad things and 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 sometimes you need to combine different materials to get the the optimal end solution. But, but um, well, we know that 95% of the raw material base in, in Alström is uh, forest-based fibers. And we certain, certainly believe that these fibers are, tend to be better than, than synthetic fibers. And we want to make sure that we use as much as possible uh, of, the, of the renewable fibers. And the great thing with renewable fibers is if they come from well-managed forest, certified forest, it's actually a raw material that, that grows back. So, so it's a perfect example of a, of a solution in the circular bioeconomy.
0: So, as far as you know, when we talk about plastic replacement solutions, one thing that we're continuing to advance within our organization is the concept of barrier technology, and we we call that technology platform our Boundless Barriers, you know, brand. This technology takes us to the next level of plastic replacement. Is that correct, and why?
1: Uh, yeah i think so and and, and there's so much uh, discussion about about uh, sustainable barrier solutions and and what is a sustainable barrier solutions solution and and for us i mean uh, it's very much about about uh, reducing the amount of for instance harmful chemicals in the in the in the barrier uh, in the barriers or reducing the amount of plastic also in the barriers but in order for this solution to really function you need to have a, a right base paper and on that you can uh, apply the the right barrier solution. So y- you you have to have both. So you have to have the right base papers and then you can apply the 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 best uh, uh, barrier uh from the sustainability perspective. And I think this is the, the 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 expertise that that we have in Austria-Munkshire, which is quite unique from from what what we are seeing uh, in the marketplace.
0: Cuz paper is not just paper, right? And I yeah. think that's such a that's such a claim that we need to get out there. Yeah. We we need to dispel that myth yeah. that there's I mean there's more than 4000 grades of paper that we just manufacture, you know, throughout our system. And yeah. how can we work with the customer base to to really dis- define what does that base paper need to look like?
1: Uh, super good question, and, and and I think this is very much about co-creation and finding like more intimate ways ways to to collaborate with the customers, and and we need to be more open with what we can do, what our capabilities are, and the customers need also to be like ready for for adjusting a little bit their their approach to this collaboration. So, I think in many ways we need to um, look a little bit beyond this this uh, customer supplier relationship and and work in partnerships to to find like the optimal solution that that is is relevant and good for the customer, but also good for the, for the, for the planet and, and, and climate, for instance.
0: Now, Johan, you are an expert you know, globally in the sustainability line of work. And if you had to look in your, your green crystal ball and, and kind of tell us what are the trends going to be moving forward and what does our customer base need to be concerned about, what do we need to be looking at as a whole supply chain? What would you? What, what are your predictions right now?
1: Yeah, it's uh, interesting to to speculate a little bit what what the future could look like, but if we narrow down this to for instance packaging what we are working with here in in Wisconsin, one one trend is definitely that less packaging. So overall I think that we all need to consume more and and if it comes to packaging, just less packaging is good for the from the sustainability perspective and and that is a trend that we are starting to see. Uh, then another trend a little bit uh, bridging back to to what we discussed earlier there uh this these collaborations between customers and suppliers and the full value chain so so ra- it's really about like finding the optimal optimal combination of things so that you get the best possible output so these kind of collaborations will be a, a, a big thing i think in the future but then what we are also seeing is that that uh, uh our customers the brand owners the retailers also the consumers they are becoming much more aware of of what's happening in the sustainability field and they want to know uh, what are the impacts and how they can influence what kind of packaging for instance they will they will receive so i think that that we as a as a producer of paper and and packaging we need to be much more aware of of what the consumers are expecting and responding to those those uh those um, issues that, that that they raise so that's a that's a that's a big big item for us to consider as well
0: so many different lines of of focus that we need to have but we we really are positioned well to be able to meet those needs and still help our customers have that speed to market with whatever sustainable packaging solution they're looking for right
1: yeah i think we are very agile from that perspective so our assets are quite light we can we can be quite specialized and and we can be quite fast also in responding responding to this these customers need, so I think that's definitely an advantage for for us. But then again, I mean, we need to listen carefully what the customers want, and and and, and uh, together develop the right solutions that 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 f- are fit for the purpose
0: well the work you are doing not only for us at Alstrom, Johan but the work you and your team are doing honestly just to make the world better it it aligns so well with our mission of purifying and protecting to make a better world um just thank you for all the work you were doing because you guys really are making an impact in a, a stronger not only sustainable supply chain but just truly making an improvement on on how the world is and the globe will benefit from this so thank you for all of the work you and your team are doing and you know, thank you for just being so transparent and talking us through all of this today.
1: Well, thank you, and I mean, it's really a privilege to 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 have the opportunity to work on something like this, and and especially now with the, with the new new strategy, the elevated ambition on sustainability. I mean, it's so fun to be part of the part of the mix and 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 also working together with customers. So it's really, I mean, really a privilege to 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 have this kind of role.
0: Fantastic. Well. Johan, as Alstrom continues to really lead the sustainability effort in the marketplace, we are encouraging others across the packaging supply chain to also consider fiber-based solutions as you innovate products for customers. To learn more about our product offerings and our sustainable journey, please visit www.alstrom.com.